0: Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald with our devotional today titled, The Beginning of Birth Bangs, from Matthew 24. The guardrails of Old Testament prophecy are found in the 70 weeks of Daniel prophecy, as seen in Daniel 9, 24 through 27. Here God gives an outline of his prophetic program for Israel, from the time of the command to rebuild Jerusalem, Nehemiah 2, until the second coming of the Messiah. The Old Testament prophecy was strictly about Israel and not the church in terms of God's people. Daniel 9.24 specifically says, quote, 70 weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. Daniel's people were the Jews and his holy city was Jerusalem. This has nothing to do with the church. The reason this is significant is because in Matthew 24, 4 through 35, Jesus ties the entire context of what he is saying about the end of the age to the 70th week of Daniel, as seen in Matthew 24, 15. Thus, to think outside the guardrails of Daniel 9, 24 through 27, at this point, is to be an error. In the proper interpretation of prophecy, we need to think within the inspired boundaries that God has given us or we will merely be engaging in speculative error. Matthew 24:4 through 8 corresponds very closely to the four seal judgments of Revelation 6:1 through 8. The first seal judgment of Revelation 6:1 through 2 corresponds to the deception emphasis of Matthew 24:4 and 5. The second seal judgment of of Revelation 6, 3, and 4 corresponds to the world war emphasis of Matthew 24, 6. And that brings us to the third and fourth seal judgments of Revelation 6, 5 through 8, which correspond to Matthew 24, 7, and 8. We read in Matthew 24, 7, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Famines here corresponds to the third seal in Revelation 6, 5, and 6. We read there, When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, Quote, A quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. End of quote. War is often followed by famines, and so it will be here on a global scale. A day's wage, the worth of a denarius, will only buy a quart of wheat or three quarts of barley. This is a way of describing extreme food shortage. Pestilence is not in the older manuscripts, but is represented in the fourth seal of Revelation 6, 7, and 8. The fourth seal is more comprehensive in nature with the emphasis being on death, perhaps as an accumulative effect of the previous judgments. We read there, Revelation 6, 7, and 8, when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth, to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. The word death can be understood as pestilence, and is so translated in the NASB. The idea of pestilence is that of a plague or disease with deadly effects. Modern man, this is from John Phillips, a quote, quote, Modern man has crowned all his other insanities by adding pestilence to his arsenals. We have enough bacteria stockpiled today to infect people with scores of diseases, and we have chemical agents that can destroy entire populations with terrifying ease, end of quote. Can anyone say, "COVID! Who knows what lies behind the pestilences of the Fourth seal? perhaps like the germ warfare, biological and chemical weapons of mass destruction. Whatever is involved, a stupendous amount of people will die. Note, a fourth part of the world's population will die. At present, that would be about two billion people. That's a lot of death in a short amount of time. But all this is just the beginning, meaning it applies to the first half of the tribulation period. Jesus said, verse 8, All these are the beginning of sorrows. Everything Jesus has just mentioned in 24, 4-8, are the beginning of sorrows. The word sorrows is more literally birth pang, suggesting a process of travail that will result in delivery. This is the same word Paul used in 1 Thessalonians 5, 3 in describing what will come upon the world at the inauguration of the Day of the Lord's Judgments. 1 Thessalonians 5, 3 says... For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. This adds evidence to the fact that Jesus is addressing the time frame known as the 70th week of Daniel or the seven-year tribulation period. This language comes out of the prophetic passages in the Old Testament dealing with the day of the Lord such as that which is found in Isaiah 13, 8, and Isaiah 26, 17, etc. Just as the early birth pangs of a pregnant woman signal the birth of the child is near at hand, in like manner these sorrows are early birth pangs indicating the end of the age and the beginning of a new one is very close. But yet there is more to come before deliverance takes place. Howard Voss says, quote, As in childbirth, such agonies will be followed by much more severe pains before deliverance occurs with the return of Christ in glory. End of quote. John F. Hart says, quote, All pre-tribulationists insist that the second, third, and fourth seal judgments of Revelation 6, 3-8 clearly depict the first half of the tribulation and parallel the judgments in Matthew 24, 5-8. End of quote. The rabbi spoke of birth pangs, uh, birth pains that would precede the coming of the Messiah. In this they were right, and Jesus is here filling in the details. Christ came offering his people kingdom peace on the condition of repentance and faith in him. They refused, and as a people they have not known peace since then. However, that is not the whole story. Jesus here in Matthew 24 fills us in on the rest of the story. In order for God's people Israel to know peace, they first have to come to recognize Jesus as their Messiah God. This they will do only after experiencing the travail of the 70th week of Daniel. Deception, war, famine, pestilence, and earthquakes define the first half of this week, this last seven year period. And then it gets worse until finally the Son of Man breaks forth in glory at the second coming to come and deliver his people, who in the crucible of the great tribulation will have finally come to faith in Christ. Faith in Christ as Savior and Lord is the ultimate issue in time and for all eternity. 1 John five twelve and 13 says, Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know you have eternal life.